Patreon for Surely You're Joking. I'd really appreciate it if you're a fan of the show or even if you're not, but you listen anyway. Uh, please go to patreon.com slash SYJ and donate whatever you can. Um, a dollar uh, or 10 cents. Um, if you make it recurring, even better. Really appreciate this. Costs a lot of money to run these. Talking to people about dark matter and neutrinos can be funny. Surely you're joking. Hopefully, yes. What a wonderful universe. Okay, Mitch, it's great to have you back. You love this. You love this show so much, right? Yes. Yeah. It's so great. You're, you're coming back. That's awesome. Um, I'm glad to have you back. We're gonna do this regularly now. I hope. Mm-hmm. That'll be awesome. I hope so as well. <laughs> uh, we're waiting for our guest, so we're just gonna talk about some fun science news. Uh, this was a creepy story. We don't. We normally do the space stuff here, but this one came up. Um, scientists in uh, our putting human brain cells using human DNA, human uh, stem cells. Terrifying. And, and growing and putting these uh, brain cells inside the brain of a living rat. <clears throat> Why not put... <laughs> <laughs> so these are like these are like living brains chunks let's start in with, another brain. Let's start with dog brain cells. Mm-hmm. You know, let's get rats to be dog smart. Right? Let's te- get them to where they can, like, fetch and stuff. I think rats are already as smart as dogs. I know a lot of dogs... I'm going to get some hate from dog people, but I've, I swear I've read that somewhere. Like, rats are really smart. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't want them to be people smart yet. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, I don't need... I don't need a real master splinter uh-huh. out here, like, <laughs> running these streets. Plus, like, have you ever tried to catch a rat? They're already, like, super intelligent. Like, they can already... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a ...figure pet. out... That All of the traps that we set up for them. now we're giving them human brains so, so they'll just become smart enough to start setting traps for us, <laughs> which is what I'm I'm afraid of. That'd be so crazy. If we're just like uh, their version of Jurassic World. You know, we're like thrashing around inside a giant cage, <laughs> and they're poking us with little rat sticks. Oh, like the secret in them. Yeah, this is the secret in them right there. I did, did you ever see that as a kid? I did not. That's why I was okay. just going to change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just breeze right over that. What is the secret of Nemo? Oh, uh, it's this cool cartoon that like was made when I was really young. I think nineteen eighty two ish era, or maybe later. And uh, it's just about these. This it's exactly this. It's a laboratory that makes super intelligent rats that are like as smart as people. And oh. They start siphoning off electricity from humans and creating this like. You know, secret society of, Why of you, mice. Yeah, <laughs> look, I don't it's terrifying. It. Between between stuff like this, artificial intelligence, which we talked about last time, I was on the pocket. Yeah. which was like the two, uh, the the two computers in China that started talking to each other uh-huh. in like a made up language or whatever. Like, what? All of the <laughs> movies have. They always show like what can go wrong. Right. <laughs> they, they warn us and warn us. You and, never uh, <laughs> want to give anything. You, we should always like be the smartest thing. Uh-huh. We don't need to be letting other things try to be as smart as us because yeah. then we lose power. Uh-huh. What if they collude the rats and the AI? That could be Ooh. crazy. Because imagine, like, the biggest problem with the rat is their size, right? They don't have an advantage physically. But you get those rats. Logging in from some little Have iPhone. Have you been in New York? <laughs> I, the size is not a problem for some of those rats. 
Can you imagine, like, oh, this is make a great story. Like, somebody drops their iPhone and, and it goes down the, the sewer the in New York. Like, hey, buddy. It's just sitting there logging on. Did you drop this? <laughs> did, Making a Twitter account you, and tweeting from the sewer. Do you know, like, so for people who live in, like, small apartments and stuff like that, rats actually make amazing pets. Oh, yeah. That's something that maybe I've a lot of... A rat as a pet. I awesome. know a magician who mm-hmm. has a rat that he uses uh, in his act because they're so well-trained. Yeah, they're really clean. And thing. A lot of people don't know that. Super, super smart. Clean. Like, mm-hmm. I know that I was joking around earlier, but yeah, like, you can actually, like you can teach them a, a bunch of tricks. And so, here's the problem. Rats, at least in captivity, live for two years. Mm-hmm. So, you're going to get this super great yeah, pet. Yeah, you get attached. And then it's going to die immediately yeah. <laughs> like that's kind of sad this that is the hard part. like a relationship you know you really start to love it and then it just goes away mm-hmm. yeah girlfriend. it also had pet mice and they live even shorter <laughs> really it's, yeah it's, it was sad the only time i've ever had mice is when i also had a pet snake so uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the mice weren't really i never were really pets yet. yeah no, you, that's you another thing you, you don't want to get affectionate you don't want to learn to love the, <laughs> the mice when then because then you're gonna have trouble feeding the snake because it becomes really obvious very quickly that the mice are smarter than the snakes are so um any other big uh discoveries in in the science world um, this week no but i i had an interesting insight i was i was uh so it was another election week week Oh yeah, and you're Republican, so you maybe feel a little concerned. I don't know about the big loss. Virginia, yeah, Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> My mom's from Virginia. She oh, should, really? She should have voted. Okay, <laughs> that's that. that she that would have turned. <laughs> yeah, my brother got my brother plays hockey and he got a real bad concussion. Uh huh. So they were busy taking care of him. They didn't get out there and vote. They uh-huh. were just trying to keep him awake. Hey. Don't don't go to sleep. That's not real, by the way. That's not. Yeah, you can sleep with a concussion. Okay. Yeah, people think like if you fall asleep with a concussion, you'll oh, die. Yeah, yeah, they're always doing that in movies. But you don't. That's not real. Otherwise, yeah, you're, you're just gonna be cranky with a concussion. Uh-huh. So yeah, they're let, always doing that in movies, like like at the dramatic final end, like stay sleep. with me, don't stay. <laughs> don't go. It's like you know, yelling at them doesn't like bring them back or yeah, something. That's just gonna make their last it. moment on earth <laughs> suit like aggressive. Yeah. Like, oh man. And also, like, like it doesn't even. I I don't even get it. Don't they say like get some rest? Isn't that <laughs> something a doctor yeah. would normally say? Like, hey, take it easy. It's <laughs> like no, <laughs> use all your last strength to tell me something totally emotional for no reason yeah man i i think if someone's dying on me i'm gonna just be like all right just go peacefully (laughs) into the night i don't want to like i don't want them to like resent me when they when they die and go to heaven like all good republicans i don't want them to be up there at the pearly gates and just be like well you know, life on Earth was good, except for when Mitch was screaming at me for the last five minutes. Yeah, by the way, sorry, Virginia, you're all going to hell now. <laughs> it's like the Electoral College. It's everybody goes together. Yeah, that's... Uh, Whole is, state. Was Virginia the only, like... I, no, New Jersey. That's the only one I saw him reporting on, really. New Jersey, New York. New York, obviously, not much a surprise. New Jersey, not really either. People are tired of Christie. I think so. But was... Uh, he, they didn't have a good chance. <laughs> was uh, New York a Republican party? No. Oh no. So it's just it's just state Democrat. It's, well, it's kind of weird. It's like the city is super Democrat, and then upstate. I've been New York. to Buffalo. Yeah. And uh and yeah, it's it's a it's a super like blue collar area. That's what like California, 
Washington, New York, those states don't realize that once you get outside of L.A., Seattle, and, and the city, yeah, in New it changes York, fast. It's yeah. completely different. You, mm-hmm. In California, there's a shit ton of farmland. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a whole lot of farmland. I'm going to try not to use foul language. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> there's a whole lot of farmland. Then then those people are blue collar outside we've, of Seattle. We've had a Nobel Prize winner. Each person has said at least one bad word so well not not while i'm here all right <laughs> i'm gonna i'm i'm bringing the hammer down I'm, no it's our political parties have totally s- separated into like city versus rural that's yeah. what it is now and and the problem it's not even so much the coastal versus uh you know inner america it's really if you look in those even those subdivisions all across America. It's city versus rural. It's just there's more cities by the coast. To be completely honest with you, I am way more moderate slash left leaning on most things. Uh, but the one problem that I have, the reason like I would never be able to come over to the left is because they the way they talk to the right, it's it's degrading it's like is they're they're talking down to them they they always talk about how stupid they are and and it's like did you never you never pull anyone to your side mm-hmm. by insulting that. them on a regular basis yeah well again that's part of the city roller effect there's just like this cities have this like uh there's people who send us food Ugh. i was on it I did a show at the Improv recently, bragging. Uh, but it was. Have you seen Toby Marshano's Unsafe Space? No. It's a panel show. I know what it is. I just haven't seen it. it and so this one, I'm well, not going to watch it until but, I'm booked. But on they it. Don't were you know. on that one? Yeah, I was. Yeah, cool. But, cool. but the audience doesn't know what it is, so yeah. maybe I should. Yeah, tell, go for it. Know. Yeah. But it's it's like a panel show where they discuss hot button topics. So I was on one a couple months ago where the the subject was Islam. And then this one I was on, and the subject was capitalism. So as comedians, we go up and we do like a couple minutes on on whatever the topic is, and then they so they had a professor at USC and a I don't know she was like a grad student in economics and stuff like that. So there was those two, and then Helen Hong is a comedian, and me, mm-hmm. and I have a GED. Are you gonna? Yeah. Uh, I'll continue telling people why you answer the door. <laughs> so uh, then they um, they they had us together talking, and there's I've never felt more like out outnumbered or like out of my like realm as like trying to discuss capitalism with these like as me with a GED and then these two super educated people. So I was just like like the the guy was talking about basic income in Brazil, which is like people. Like people get paid a certain amount of money just for living there, mm-hmm. and he goes into this huge discussion. And I was like, "Yeah, but the one thing you forgot to mention is that one of the requirements to get that is that you have to have all of your pubic hair ripped off by hot wax." <laughs> that's true. And you get just Brazilians like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's like their favorite thing. The audience was like, "Yay!" But then this like PhD professor at at USC just looked at me like, "Why am I here? Why did I?" <laughs> So our guest is here. Uh, yes, hello. Hey, um, have you guys been going for a while? I feel yeah, no, it's it was a little, little late. Bit. Ten yeah. minutes. Oh, Maybe. good. Minutes. Yeah, good. we're fine. Where you covered the rap brains? Huge fan as of oh, today. Really? Oh, you, you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did the prep work. It so took one day and uh, so let's talk about that a little bit. You used to live in Berkeley. Yeah, and, uh, uh, like a little bit north of there, but around yeah. that area. First of all, uh, how do you pronounce your last name, Vito? It's Jizz. 
Waldy. Jizz so. Waldy. It's hard to forget the first syllable. I love it. Your name, not Jizz. Yeah. Oh, you say that with a lot of like a lot of confidence, but like a little bit of hidden pain. Well, like, let's obviously it came up in childhood. Yeah, now kid- you're just like Let's just have me own this from the start. I pretty much <laughs> had to. There was this one kid who lived across the street from me, and uh-huh. I, I grew up with like it was like this weird community with like a lot of like rich white kids, but they were all into like rap music, so uh-huh. they you know thought they were like street. So he'd always every time I saw him, he's like, "It's Jizz Daddy Funk, what's up, brother?" So I'm like, "So Jizz Daddy." Every time he saw me, he would just yell out, "Jizz Daddy." Jizz Daddy is not a bad no, name. No, it's not. Jizz Daddy. Tagging Funk on the end is fine. It was him, like not. It was not even him trying to put me down as like a term of endearment almost. So I was just like, "Yeah, all right." You just got to get like a girlfriend to call you that. Yeah. In, pu- in public, and then and then you can really embrace it. Ah, oh, Jizz Daddy Funk. You treat me so good. That's right. So, uh, Vito, you've had like great success recently with uh, something that's just hilarious. Yeah, and I saw it all over the interwebs. So you're up in Berkeley, right? And right. Tell us, uh, you did this like awesome Pepsi video parody yeah. that we're gonna. That we, you gotta well, tell us how to link to it. And uh, stuff. Oh well, you can go so to tell us all about it. I'll tell you about the premise. So yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of people I think saw the ad with uh, it was Kate Kylie Jenner. Yeah. One of them. One yeah. of them Jenners. Yeah. I don't know anything about those people. I uh-huh. think other than they are all related and their dad's dead and their <laughs> their stepdad became their stepmom. Whatever. And they helped OJ. I think, <laughs> they helped OJ. Yeah. Uh, Uncle OJ. I watched that show. It was good. Um, but yeah, so they did that ad and it was all about how. Uh, Kylie Jenner showed up. Big protest going on, like a Black yeah. Lives Matter looking uh, thing. Unbelievable political the backfire. The most tone deaf fucking thing ever. <laughs> like all these people like, of different ethnicities uh, hanging all, out, dancing, and then she hands a cop all, a Pepsi. Right, but all wearing like Pepsi colored themed oh, protest yeah. signs and gear. I have and one so. of those uh, Pepsi denim jackets. <laughs> From the nineties, oh, like, you uh. like, and this is probably why I became obese. Uh, my, <laughs> we saved up so many Pepsi points yeah. that I I was able to send off and get that jacket oh, for free. Rules. Yeah, <laughs> were you a Pepsi fan when you were a kid? No, I, uh, I was too. That's what are you yeah. big Pepsi guy. I'm a yeah. little. I think I'm a little younger than you guys. Oh, okay. I yeah, just you're millennial, 30. right? Yeah, I'm All one right. of the millennials. Okay, <laughs> but that's good. That's how you were in touch with this. So you early on were were catching onto these. Uh, it's a bizarre phenomenon since the election, but of course, I mean, I've seen it since the 90s too, but it's gotten, like, it always gets reinvented, but these, like, Antifa protests, yeah. but also, like, neo-Nazi protests, and they, like, clash. There's a whole so political you... landscape right now. You want, yeah. like, kind of an overview of, yeah. like, what that's all about? Yeah, yeah. So, you have, man, it, where do you even start? Do you want a beer, by the way? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll take right. one. Unless you got, you got, like, a soda? If not, I'll just take a beer. So you got, I'll, I'll take a, you don't got no Pepsi for me. You got your sissies, and then you got your patriots, right? Is that what you was gonna say? Basically, yeah. Uh, I'll just take a beer. Beer's good. I like a beer. Uh, man, so you have these kids who are like pretending to be Nazis, but then some of them are actual Nazis. It's like they started off pretending, but then slowly. A lot of people were hanging out on 4chan. Do you want like kind of like a whole overview? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you know 4chan. It's like this website for weirdos to hang out. I'm more out. of a Reddit person myself. Okay. But every now and then they'll throw up the green. What is it called? Uh, the, the frog Pepe. No, 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 oh, okay. no. Like the green text where like a, a nun like tells a story where yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. "Be me, 19, never had sex." <laughs> Walks in, yeah. girl looks hot, finds out it's my cousin. It, J, dot JPG screwed or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Like, so 4chan. I mean, 
back when I was in high school, 4chan kind of showed up, but it, it's it's a message board where you can be anonymous. Nobody has to post their name or whatever. Right. But then it slowly grew, you know, like back, you know, kids who will want to be edgy, you know, they want to go online, they want to say stuff they're not supposed to say, so they mm. say racist stuff and they say sexist stuff. And I, I, my experience has been that's a lot of times where the most in, intense stuff comes from. It's like, it's a release for like yeah, a 14 they, year old somewhere trying to get. If they want to say racist, they should just start a podcast. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Plenty of room for it. Right. So what happened, though, is like kids hung out on there, and they're just being like edgy and whatever and pretending to be Nazis because it's like, oh, you know, pretending because like, mm-hmm. it's fucked up. But then I think actual white supremacists and actual Nazis like found these kids that were like dicking around just like joking and this slowly started to like weasel into their minds and be like, you know, but Jews are actually bad. And a lot of these kids who were just okay, but then like it. people well then they were like either pretending to go along with it, but then some people didn't realize they were pretending and were like, Oh, we're going along with this now? Like, okay, cool, let's just all be racist. Uh, so well, I think that's where a lot of where that has kind of come from. I um, learned I learned a couple weeks ago that some of those may just be bots. Yeah. So that's that's <laughs> my the end I come from is looking at the bots and memes and uh like, like Russian stuff Russian like the Russians troll. in yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. They're And I'm glad you bring that up because what they can do is uh and this has been a technique this is an active measures technique that Russians have been doing. It. The US does it too. Lots yeah. of people do it. Um but what's great now is that you can you can do it remotely. You can project influence. Yeah. And one of the ways you can do it is you take advantage of these groups that like a lot of people are just doing it for fun. A lot of people, uh, you know, are serious about it, and you just you you use computer analysis to like figure out which groups are where, and you get them to do things like to show up to these protests. Oh, yeah. A lot of times, that uh, one of the things that just uh, finally got announced. This is something I knew for a while, but like now the like Congress is actually admitting that this is real, and Facebook's admitting is like there are literal events being set up, like where the invites were being sent out yeah. by Russian trolls. And they're inviting and both they're, sides. And they're, yeah, they, and they're they inviting have one them. side that's like pro-gun, so they form a pro-gun group, and they're and like, they find these the- people are trying to take away your Second Amendment, and then they go to the other guys who are like Black Lives Matter or something, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, a bunch of racist Confederates are going to be at this statue. Right. And right. they invite both sides because those news stories, again, yeah, we're getting closer and closer. I mean, I'm going to these protests... And, you know, and I'm just, like, paying attention online to, like, the landscape, and it's like, a lot of people want a civil war. A lot of these guys have taken these internet fights too seriously, and they're looking to... Like, a lot of these people, I think, go to these protests because they've had so many internet fights with whatever their racist uncle or whatever else, and they got all this aggression, and they're like, well, I can't punch a guy on the internet, but if I go to this protest, maybe there's going to be somebody there who I can have be my de facto opponent and take the violence to them. Well, one of the the beauties of uh, social networks is that now there's, like, an actual actual mathematical method of projecting uh, you know false sizes you know mm-hmm. you can amplify a small number of people and you can make it look like they're very like it's a much bigger problem so you talk to antifa people think there's this huge nazi takeover of the u.s right and then you see people on the on the right all right i mean like uh you know james woods for example he's a famous guy right. and he's posting this and thing he thinks he Antifa's, is insane he is insane <laughs> He's oh, insane, I follow buddy. Him just because he's always posting like, know, like all the antifas are coming to cut off yeah, all the white exactly. people's heads. I, yeah. I need to let you know. I I do a, a, a political podcast. I'm a Republican. Yeah, it's no okay. problem. But 
<laughs> this dude is nuts, yeah. man. I but know. part of it, that's part of it, though. You look at how many followers he has. He's four hundred thousand followers. So from his point of view, he's not seeing it as being nuts. Like he's he's pretty normal sometimes. And he's he says, preaching to the choir. He's preaching to the choir. But what he doesn't realize is that half the choir, you know, somewhere between a third and a half, are just people who don't give a shit. They're trolling on purpose. Right. Uh, and just robots that amplify and retweet. And uh, Twitter is uh, not handling it well. No. And so the reason I was interested from this angle is because I saw it from the other end in the 90s. I, uh, I, I, one of my, my I'm not going to mention his name, but I worked for somebody who helped invent a lot of these, uh, these social network models and these uh, internet models that, that are really designed to make money. That's their main goal. Right. But as, if you, you can take all those same algorithms that are designed to make money and influence people by advertising and you can you can just twitch them over to like to do something like propaganda yeah to yeah. turn it into propaganda it's just, it's a little frustrating because it's like kind of capitalism invented the weapon that is then being used against which is like the history <laughs> of america humanity at yeah this point. like if it's just like the bomb you know we invented the bomb immediately <laughs> that's our number one threat to ourselves yeah. you know we invent computers and now that's the number one thing man's we tendency invent- <laughs> towards self-destruction is yeah. an unfortunate thing and like we invented the internet and then now russia has the best internet in the world they have like the fastest speeds and they're just you know they're getting having a blast i think donald trump would disagree with you America well, yeah. has the best internet. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. The best. it's the best one. Actually, I, I don't think he would disagree with me because it'd be Russian. He'd be like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> they have an Ru- equal I, internet. He's not such a bad guy. Right. If, the, if the Russian internet thinks I'm fast, I'm going to think they're fast. Okay. So, <laughs> Can I ask you a question about YouTube real yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah. Um, so your videos are monetized, right? Um, well, but I noticed you said, well, and this is my question yeah. about So I noticed you have a, a Patreon account set up. Uh, which do you want to plug it real quick? Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com. Well, you, you probably got to know who I am first. Go to YouTube.com slash Vito, V-I-T-O. And if you like it, you'll find a link to my Patreon on and, those videos. And so that brought me to this question. Uh, you have some some explicit language in yep. there. Uh, you have the video that I think is making fun of PewDiePie, where you're talking oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah. Uh, Gamer Drops the N-Word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, so... Anytime a gamer screws up, I have a character who just riffs John on that. Bong? John I think Bong. Was this well, one? the first one to screw up was this guy, JonTron, who it's like, your bread and butter is making like YouTube videos about video games. He's like, I want to have a, a live stream debate about race and why black people commit most of the crime. And I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> so the Patreon account, I'm, I'm, my understanding is that with certain YouTube videos, if they get like explicit language or something, they will just automatically demonetize the video and then they may still run ads or whatever but you're not getting paid for them yeah so um they typically will if it's demonetized they'll say like we might run some ads that you would see money for, but typically no like advertisers basically tell them like don't put our stuff on anything yeah controversial so for instance so i did the video and it was me handing out pepsis at a protest which was you know funny and it's hilarious yeah, yeah you gotta watch it and unfortunately though it dropped like two months after youtube imploded so there was this thing where basically the washington post did a big expose on that guy PewDiePie, who's like one of their biggest YouTubers, and they're like, oh, look at this guy, you know, he's he's employed by YouTube and Disney, but he's making like Hitler jokes and Nazi jokes and all sorts of stuff. And basically every YouTube advertiser was like, wait, why are we putting our ads on this stuff? Oh, because millions of people watch it. Yeah, well, <laughs> all the advertisers don't care, so they all at once imploded. So now YouTube has gotten way stricter because all their advertisers are running away. So basically my video about Berkeley handing out Pepsi at a protest, uh, 
had four million views. Mm-hmm. If it had hit two months earlier, three point seven. Uh, three point seven. Okay. <laughs> check All right. All right. You're right. I'm I a should, numbers guy. I shouldn't so inflate. Oh my god. <laughs> if it had hit a couple months earlier, I would have made between three to five thousand uh, dollars. I made about one hundred and eighty bucks before they pulled ads entirely. So. That is infuriating. Yeah, it's real bad. <laughs> because first of all, it is a really great video. Uh, and I mean, just the the concept is so simple. It's like, how oh, did no one else... The day before. How did no one else <laughs> do this? It was brilliant. Okay, I gotta say though, there was some potential for some hazard there. Yeah. <laughs> there was one spot. Oh God, there's a fight on the ground. And you're, you're getting... I can see you're just like... You're getting closer and closer. I got to see it on your face. Like, when's this actually going to be that I'm in the... Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, there was points where, like, honestly, the, the thing I was most worried about is, like, some Antifa kid in a mask was just going to snap. The day before, I had went and bought a GoPro, because I'm like, I'm going to go do this. It's going to be funny. I'm going to bring a bunch of Pepsis around and hand them out. But I was worried some kid in a mask is going to s- grab my the $500 purchase I just made, and yeah. I'm not going to have any video footage left. And use it as a projectile. At one point, a kid did. Like, I was holding down my camera and he like grabbed my hand and like tried to like move the camera away because he didn't like that i was filming his buddy or whatever i got a i got a question for you how effective is pep is is pepsi at washing out pepper spray <laughs> it was not it was luckily i didn't get the full force of the pepper spray i had a little tingle in the back of my throat but it definitely helped yeah there's a point where i do wash out my mouth a little bit you <laughs> And then some people there got it way worse. I imagine the Pepsi would not help much. Oh man, the cops warn you. This is so funny. They're like, "No, you can't bring this in. It'll be a projectile." It sounds kind of like they're thinking you're going to use it. But then there's right. that one scene where the guy he's, you put it down and then he instantly <laughs> throws yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. More than oh, a few man. times it got. Th- I think at least there's like three or four people chucking a can of Pepsi in the video. <laughs> And I was like, okay, I've really done a horror. At, at a certain point, I'm like, is it illegal for me to hand out a thing knowing there's a chance <laughs> I just, like, so that it's gonna get, someone's going to get beamed by it? I found it so amazing that you just walked up on an, a case of Pepsi. In just the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can refill. Also, you're a thief, by the way. You stole what? someone's Pepsi. No, 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 I found that guy later. Honestly, later, I found a guy, and he's like, oh, yeah, the cops confiscated my Pepsi. They said the same thing to me, that people are going to chuck them at each other. But the thing is, the cops, originally, that was like the checkpoint, and then at a certain point, they're just like, oh, fuck it, and they just left whatever contraband like, they confiscated. There were like 80 fights going on. Oh, yeah. Dude, the cops bailed like so quick. They're just like, fuck it. Yeah. We don't want to do anything with I I enjoyed that one, the burglary one, but the one that I saw first and the one that I I really liked was the the popcorn vending. (laughs) Which I no one's all right. So so that's that's like part two. That's kind of like part two. It started off so good. You're like speaking of monetizing. That's what it is. You had to monetize. Uh, Yeah, you made like five bucks. YouTube ripped me off, so now I gotta try and sell this popcorn. But you're walking down. (laughs) This is my my. I mean, it was like I like this dude because you're carrying popcorn and. You're dressed like an old timey vendor. Yeah. Get your pop going. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. Pop. What do you call it? Hot popping corn. My fresh popping corn. Popping corn. Popping corn. Popping corn. Authentic popping corn. And then some, some dude is like, you gotta seize the means of production, and you just yell out, you need to seize the means of my balls. <laughs> People and, really liked and that I was line. Like, That's a good line. <laughs> I really liked that. You also got some weird feedback. Like, I don't really think of you as a uh, 
uh, like a right wing comedian. Uh, maybe you can say that, but somebody even said that to you. Yeah, like somebody the, the said somebody you're my favorite right wing comedian, and I'm like, dude, I'm just going <laughs> they said, out. There. No, you said far right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that he I think said, said far you're right. my favorite far right comedian, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I'm just like going out there, just goofing around. I'm not really the only reason somebody. I, I like I had somebody like, oh, why do you go out there try to make Antifa look bad? You know, and I'm like, well, because you're oh, first, not, yeah, you're not, not really doing anything. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, they make themselves look bad. Like uh. I'm there trying to sell them popcorn and they're throwing shit at me and they're the ones who end up looking like goofs but also like that event in particular they had already scared off all the right wing people and I'm like I wasn't particularly focusing that's right they, know, they didn't even show up there yeah, right? yeah. yeah the ones who did show up got like scared off and I'm like there was no opportunity to be equal opportunity goofing on people it's just like those are the only people who were there which is happening more and more now right there's these like events they're supposed to be both but then there's people like faking out other people yeah and uh, it's really confusing it's, yeah, well, dude, this is the AI one I just went up. to. So this the, is like AI political everything dumped into a bowl, blended for an hour, yeah. and then just the results are confusing. Well, it's always like the stock there's these market. ones that come up, and I'm like, I don't even know if I should go. I don't know if it's real. Like, I don't know <laughs> if like more than two people are going to be there. And sometimes there's not. Sometimes it's like everybody just bails. So I, I, I will say like, uh, you know, people gave Donald Trump, which I did not vote for him. Uh, I voted for Gary Johnson because I, right. I didn't want to matter. Uh, so you're one of those <laughs> sensible Republicans. <laughs> but like Donald Trump pointing out, like there were bad people on both sides. Uh, people look at that and they're like, "That's a really messed up thing to say." You're walking through there. You're you're being humorous. And the the one thing that like really pointed out to me is a dude walks up and he like rips the American flags. You have these tiny little flags. Yeah. He rips them off of your popcorn thing and then sets them on fire. Right. And it's like in front of me. Yeah. Which you reacted great to. I thought it was hilarious. But dude, that's straight up assault. Yeah. And then at one point you were like, I think someone just threw pee on me. Right. Yeah. And then they smash tomatoes yeah, on they're you. Throwing like, tomatoes at the, me. They're like air. These are blasting air horn in my ear. These are people antagonizing a situation for sure. See, I get in trouble with people, and it, it doesn't make any sense. I consider myself a liberal. Okay, I'm like, I'm like, I like welfare. I like Bernie. All sorts of mm. classic liberal stuff. Mm -hmm. But because I'm not like 100 on board with this Antifa stuff, they're like, oh, well, you just you you know you. How can you support white supremacy? I'm like, I don't support white supremacy, but I also don't support. You know, trying to beat up people to get your point across. Mm -hmm. Like, this is not yeah. the correct tactic well, to that, fight that's it. That's the the beauty of this kind of influence. Is like, if you get people to be to the extreme, it mm -hmm. just seems totally like intolerable to the other side. You know, it, like that's it, the whole point. If you're burning I mean, your own flag, it's pretty great. bad. Go ahead, do it. I mean, like that's part of freedom of speech. Right, right. You can do that. But if you're assaulting someone and taking their stuff and setting it on fire, that's where I'm like, okay, you're just proving people's point meanwhile these people are so dumb because i'm like you realize that you're giving me the best video footage of the it day was so good I'm like as this guy's rip i mean like all these people are like why didn't you beat that guy up i'm like are you kidding me he's delivering comedy gold a man is I'm monetizing a man him is as mad speak. at my tiny american flag so much that he's gonna rip it off and burn it also i don't mean to be insulting but you couldn't even climb over the barrier <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know how I'll you let you in on a comedy circuit, right? <laughs> Occasionally, I I mimic. 
I could have made it over that barrier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was some. That was some good method acting. It I'm was. Say. It was hilarious. Uh, uh, because the I'm glad one, you not very many people commented on the me no. failing to make it over the barrier. Because the woman which is, is hilarious. The woman is going to do it, and you're like, oh, that's not going to end well. <laughs> like, yeah, let's just cross the barrier, and then you go to do it, and it's like three cuts of you like I'm not slipping and almost. Oh my god. Uh, I, I like immediately after that though is like the Antifa guys are still removing the barrier and I'm just like wandering into this crowd of black masked people wearing this bright red coat. Somebody commented, they're like, this is like when you have your player created character, but it's during like a pre-scripted cutscene. So like the stupid alien you made is like going through all the generic soldiers or whatever. I love how people show up to these things dressed exactly the same. You know, it's like yeah. they're convinced they're the like complete antithesis of the other side and they both just they wear the same like i'm gonna fuck up a protest garb yeah you know with I, the shields I'm, like, I'm like all right you guys all got like skinny jeans and you wear like you weigh like 110 pounds and nothing are you now I, I was like in numbers maybe like that's that's when i start getting worried is like when there's more than a couple but are you uh are, are you more of uh 4chan than reddit or uh, no, now I'm mostly on Reddit. Like, back in the day, I was on 4chan, but 4chan, I think, is for 14-year-olds and remains for 14-year-olds. I, I think eventually you kind of grow out of it. I thought that, like, for the, the the subreddit, The Donald, Yeah. one of the funniest things that they ever did was they renamed Antifa Anti-First Amendment. <laughs> That's not completely <laughs> which, incorrect. Which I think was pretty, like, it, it was it was pretty witty. Like, it's yeah. kind of a smart thing to do because they're out there telling people how to think and what they can say. And I've seen tons so, of videos that are just like, well, are you against the First Amendment if it means this or this? And the people are just like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, like they don't try to like justify what. Like, well, that's not the kind of free. It's just like no, yeah, we need to get rid of that. I've yeah. seen that, just totally unironic. Dude, they're, they're getting to the point now where they're they're saying stuff like, "Oh, the you know, free speech is just fascism. You know, it only benefit. You know, it hurts marginalized people. Free speech." I'm like, no, it directly benefits marginalized people. It lets them be able to speak. Like, I'm definitely, you know, I'm a comedian. I think any comedian who is not like a staunch First Amendment defender. Like fuck you! You're a shitty comedian. Your entire craft is based on the idea that you can speak your mind. Do you do you also do stand up? Yeah, as well? yeah. Uh, I've I've been out out of it for a while, but I, I used to do it a lot. And now I'm kind of getting back in. The, the reason I just moved back down here like a month ago, and I'm trying to get you back into big, stand up. You got that big check from YouTube. Oh yeah, that YouTube check's paying the bills. <laughs> pay for gas on the way down. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I need to pay this rent. <laughs> LA is expensive. I can't even imagine trying to do stand up in Berkeley. Is there a single oh, comedy club man. there? Man, dude, like I was in like a. There's like a group like Bay Area comedians, like one of those mm -hmm. Facebook groups. And at one point, I forget what had happened. It was like something in the news, like uh, I don't know, like one of these incidents or whatever. And somebody posted in that group, and they're like, you know, maybe uh, you white comedians today could think about giving up your spots to like you know uh, comedians of color or like uh, mm -hmm. and I mean, underprivileged comedians. I would like, think that's the only thing you could do. It's just yeah. like I shouldn't be here. Yeah. You get up on stage, is <laughs> like I yield my time. <laughs> To somebody more, and I'm like, dude, I'm struggling. Like, if I got a spot tonight, I'm gonna go do comedy. Like, whatever. When I uh, I did the San Francisco International Comedy Competition last year, mm -hmm. and in the uh, finals round, we went to uh, Berkeley, 
And uh, I got second that night talking oh, yeah? about being a Republican. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. good. No, so but you got the accent and everything. Mainly so because they're, I, that's fine. They're like you're representing the. No, no, no. Halfway through, I said you can't vote for Donald as a Republican. I'm saying it, and <laughs> well, I felt yeah, I felt so dirty. <laughs> After that, I was like, I just sold my soul to the devil. But I got second place that night. It's so. true. Yeah, uh, I definitely could not stay. I moved up there for a job. I shouldn't have stayed as long as I did. It's a wretched uh, hive of hippies. And uh, <laughs> I, I was, went to school there for one summer. Yeah, yeah. And I got to tell you that it's a it's more violent now, but it was really similar back yeah. then. I mean, it's like a lot of people go to Berkeley for the purpose of trying to recreate the like the image of the '60s. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like that's a. It's just it's like its theme song. It's, and- it's, it's the whole, you know, brand of Berkeley's. And that. this isn't a new thing to Berkeley. No, like, no wasn't it no, in the seventies? The they had some like people were killed during some violent protests. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there was like yeah. Kent State. That wasn't that, but like, well, that was they, the one where they were killed the by time. American soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in at UC Berkeley, they had like really huge protests, and it, I think it was there was some the same in the nineties too. There was like like. Uh, um, anti-wto protests like yeah. crazy in the 90s and they would they were i think for that sure. might have been it yeah. i grew up well, in uh, amherst know. massachusetts which is kind of like the berkeley of the east coast so mm-hmm. i kind of grew up with this nonsense and i want to get away so from you it. felt at home yeah i was like oh god it's like being home and all the old hippies are out with signs so where did you record the uh Antifa Super Soldier. Oh yeah, that was actually here. on November fourth. Yeah, so you guys I heard mean, about? I haven't seen that one. Oh, uh, it's it. like brand new. Like last, like actually yesterday. I, I loved think it. it. Went up. That one Did was you? great. Yeah, that one's not getting too many hits. So I think people are getting sick of my. Well, it's hard to get this stuff to get traction. It's weird. Oh, uh, like, you one hit wonder. Well, so all the traction <laughs> I get, honestly. All right, I'll be real. Not after this podcast. You want to get traction on a video? I have to game the algorithms. I have to go on Reddit under like fake names and just like post it to every board. Yeah, because uh, that's the only that's way for the way it to, to get traction. And then someone By the way, sees I'm glad it. You brought that up. Sorry, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is pretty much how a lot of these bots work. That is the main thing. Yeah. Imagine just automating that function and having Posting millions of dollars of resources and AI doing a really good job of defeating all these like uh, things designed to stop. AI right. and it's just getting better and better and we're going to get to this point where you literally will just have a conversation with somebody and you will have no idea if it's a person or not yeah, and, it, and it's, it's it's just it's terrifying, terrifing. I tell, I tell so you, they might be like human intelligent rats too yeah. we were talking about that, oh, that before you got here <laughs> we're injecting human brain cells into rats brains are now. they getting smart <laughs> they're not getting smart but it's our yet but there's already but this like ethics we question to a computer like, and because there's this question about like where does consciousness end you know is it related to our cells running so people are like wait a minute if you're putting human cells in it isn't it, and and it's conscious like, yeah there's yeah, this is know, horrifying th- yeah great <laughs> uh, the future just is brighter and brighter right I'm Stephen worried. Hawking just said we're all gonna die by like the year 2600 though so we don't even gotta worry about it <laughs> I'm like it's gonna be a fireball I won't be around then yeah we'll yeah, be I good won't. Yeah. Was that the Antifa Super Soldier one? Uh, I mean, that was like four days ago, right? Yeah. November fourth. That was like a whole misinformation thing. My, why were they trying to do sing alongs? Like they <laughs> were so bad. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to see this if, video, man. If I would have walked up on and I would have been remotely interested in becoming a liberal and joining that part, I would have saw that and been like, mm, dude, they're not, like, a, I'm a Republican. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like. I, I, 
I think some of these people running this, they're like a parody of themselves, you know? So they're up there, you know, like, and at one point... Stephen they got the, Papagopoulos. Steve Papagopoulos. <laughs> they, got the, they got the crowd going, the crowd's chanting, they're going, you know, lock not lock her up, that's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> but they're going, shut it down, shut uh, it down, everybody's chanting There's great slogans on both sides. Yeah, and then they go, <laughs> all right, and now we've got Steve Greganopoulos, he's going to sing a song. No, my favorite part. He's a member of many bands. <laughs> <laughs> He's a composer from Los Angeles and a member of many bands. None Steve of which Greg none that you've ever heard of. <laughs> none of them. Absolutely not. It couldn't have been like he was once the backup guitarist in Nirvana no. or something. You know, like I, I just a member of many bands. Uh yeah, so th that was the second sing-along. Like, the first one didn't work either. There's some girl, Emily, trying to sing some song, and she's like, this is where you guys go, and this is the good time we had. And nobody, like, I'm panning around the fucking crowd. Everyone's looking at their cell phone or, like, walking away. And I'm like, Steve, maybe take a cue. Don't try to lead another sing-along. And the Steve's <laughs> like, all right, so here's the part where you guys... And it was just, like, the worst. It was such... You know, that, it's just that cringe. And you know, you, when you're like, I, I, how is this guy not self-aware of how <laughs> awful this is? And everybody in the crowd's like, I wish that, like, I thought we were going to fight Trump, not just be awkward, weird. You, you go horrible. and you're just like, hey, that that's just too many paragraphs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their, chants, their chants were really complicated. <laughs> they, were, they, they, were, they were bringing out entire songs. And and you they had they had little cheat sheet pamphlets for the chants. Right. <laughs> Even the people and reading like, it, the people reading <laughs> leading the chant are like looking down at their sheet, and I'm like, just go. And I'm literally like, I'm like, look, I know that no Nazi, no KKK USA thing is like played out, but at least everybody can remember it. Right. And These like, are like longer, like with with it. It. what do we want? No unequal distribution and wealth management system throughout the world. That's order it. Creating. Yeah. <laughs> What that's was hilarious. the old black dude saying? And you were like, that's perfect. He should lead, lead the chance. Fuck white power. That was, it. That was all he kept saying. So, some, that's a chance. Some dude rolls up. He's got like a joint in his hand. He's uh -huh. like, can I get your sign? I'm like, yeah, dude. And I hand it over and he starts going, fuck white power. And I'm like, I love this guy. He was great. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck white power. And I'm like, that's a good chant. Give him the megaphone. You walked up to the woman and you were like, hey, can I? And she was just like too, too focused on her cheat yeah, sheet yeah, yeah. to she let you. Looking, she was not good at the thing. Which you would have so been great. bad. Because oh, I would have had a great time. In, uh, in the popcorn one? Yeah. You, do, you did an amazing rap about Hitler. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did freestyle for a half second. And it was awesome. It was, I, I, uh, I was very impressed. I was as like, I said, I grew up in a community where the rich white kids, of which I was not one, but they were all into rap music. So learning how to freestyle was a valued high school skill, <laughs> which uh, I wasn't bad. I've, uh, I've held at, on to some of those skills. Look at this guy bringing notes and everything. You're professional. That's good. I just wanted to do his. I, I wanna, He's a fan. I'm trying He's to secure enamored. my spot here, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, but the November Fourth protests were. Did you see the Super Soldier thing? All right. So this guy Cranky Nelson is like a goof Twitter account, right? And he makes this post that says. So it's just parody. It's yeah, parody. yeah. He's like he just posts jokes. I mean, it's not right. all parody. It's just some dude. He has a lot of followers, and he goes, "I can't wait for November Fourth when all the Antifa Super Soldiers are going to be cutting off white people's heads in the town square." <laughs> and which, by the way, we survived. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. So there was supposed to guys. be somehow something spread. I think among the alt right sides, so there was going to be like some massive Antifa takeover well, yeah, again. Just part of this thing that like. Everyone's a lot of it came from this stupid tweet was this dude put that out there and then all these 
right wing Twitter people were like, you know, retweeting it, but you know, adding the note like, Twitter, how can you allow this? You know, this guy's trying to organize violence against the white. <laughs> Meanwhile, his like profile picture is Krang from TMNT. <laughs> Krang T. Nelson is a coach joke. Like, this dude is a goof. But then some other dude copy pasted that tweet. His name was like Tom Bloke. Is or that something. where the name is? It was the, the, the main character on Coach? Yeah, uh, the I, main character was or the, Coach T. The Nelson, actor. right? So, Craig T. Nelson is the actor, I think. Craig T. Nelson mixed with Krang from TMNT Crane makes Krang T. T. Nelson. That's it. Okay. But then some other guy posted it, and then these right wing sites started saying, oh, well, this guy who posted it is an Antifa leader. And meanwhile, he's also just some random dude on Twitter. And they like asked him, they're like, why do you think he's an Antifa leader? This got like published all around the right wing web. And he's like, well, you know, he has like some followers who are like left leaning. So it's basically like being an Antifa leader. In America, anyone can be whatever they want, yeah, you know? Basically. So. Just believe in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this whole narrative of that people were, there was going to be this whole Antifa violent uprising. Which happened to coincide, I think, just randomly with there were these protests for November 4th. I don't even think the guy who made the original tweet knew about it. Uh, but yeah, there was this whole <laughs> narrative going around where the right wing was like, oh my god, they're going to try and start a civil war on the 4th. Like, you can watch Alex Jones being like, they're coming for us, they're coming for, you know, our children in their beds. <laughs> and then, like, the day after, he goes, we put them down, we stopped the revolution yesterday. And you're like, no, <laughs> nobody was going to come in the first place, and nothing you did, like, stopped anything. Like, Alex it was Jones just a non-event. He's the king of unfalsifiability. Dude. I mean, yeah. Sometimes, well, Trump's probably even bigger. Did you know that that's actually Bill Hicks? Oh yeah! <laughs> Are you guys aware He's just of that? Doing the best character. I heard that, that conspiracy thing. theory. I, I never felt better when I found out that Alex Jones about myself. I never felt better when I found out we we're the same age. Ah. I was like, oh, I am doing something right. All right, <laughs> you're not being forced to hawk supplements to like crazy basement dwellers. Dude, and <laughs> when you get doctor? my mind force pills, you're gonna think like an alien being <laughs> going for that guy. Man, yeah. oh god, he's so good on Rogan because he starts talking about oh, physics. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know how Rogan got. I think that they must have gotten stoned before, but he gets Rogan to start talking about physics, and he just goes on this this like minutes. yeah <laughs> thirty minute like wander fest, just his brain going through deep space <laughs> talking about string theory and all this stuff, and it just it just goes for and Rogan Does the whole time just goes like. He has this look, and I'm like, whoa! I've, I've never even been that fucked up. Was any of it accurate? You're a physicist, no, no, so it like it, well, the talk, words were real. All, yeah. The words were real, but he's also talking about like all the alien pedophile Illuminati. He, he's yeah, always saying yeah. everybody's a pedophile. Hey man, the, you need to know about the dangers out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. the Illuminati pedophiles are trying to get yeah. all this stuff done and rape your brain and whatever mm. else. It's you the know, greatest a lot of times rant. Uh, that is a psychological cry for help. Ah. Actually, what well, Alex Jones thinking everybody's a pedophile? Yeah, that might mean he uh, he might have been victimized. He, as he a was kid, probably which would actually explain a lot. He's got some stuff going on. Way to bring that, it down. Uh, uh, weird <laughs> phenomenon that's happening with these these Twitter bots. Um, one of the things they do is they're starting to be good at psychology. Like they're getting, yeah. they're like getting good at. It. And then one of the things, the reason that shouldn't be that weird is that one of the first successful robots ever written, AI bots that could pass the Turing test. You know the Turing test, right? right? Yeah, was actually a psychologist. And the reason is because psychologists never have to answer a question. They so respond a, with they questions? They respond with questions. So that's what's great about it. Yep. That's why you, if you want to trick someone into thinking you're human, human, behaving like a psychologist.
psychologist is the best way. And it's it's awesome because it just sucks information out of you, which then you can use to oh, navigate. That's terrifying. Them. Yeah. So like I think we're gonna you know we're gonna look back at the day that we made this first psychologist AI as like that's the Skynet moment right there. It so, wasn't when we attached it to a robot, you know, like a machine gun. Is that's not the moment. It's when we let yeah. them get in our heads and they've just been getting better and better at it. Is and, there a point at like, which we legislate this stuff where we say you can't make a, a robot well, that mimics a human without not well, in America because I still I mean I even get robot calls if, if I know my uh, if I know my science fiction right that's exactly the moment they'll take over yeah, exactly. and shut down the government you get the, the the robot telemarketer calls though right yeah, yeah where yeah. you'll go you're a robot and they have yeah. a pre-recorded line where they go sir I'm right. not a robot <laughs> and I go no you definitely are yeah. and then they hang up on me although uh, you know a lot you know maybe that's that, just a person that's sick and tired that's of being yeah. called a robot Robot. Right. No, You're so just hurting their feelings. I don't know, man. No, no, I, the, I found out what happened with those. Um, so it's kind of robot, but it's well, actually there's, there's a there's a person listening. It's just what they're designing to do. Designed to do is they're in another country, and people get upset when they hear a foreign voice right. or somebody who can't speak English well. So they're sitting there typing the response to get the right recorded well, voice. They have, a, you know, it's like a soundboard. I think yeah. they have like a bunch of pre-recorded. Yeah. I have a question <laughs> about that. Yeah. So, like, with having foreigners do the customer service thing do, do you feel like they're a little detached like because, they don't give a shit about yeah your, because they live your thousand, product that <laughs> like if i hear if i if i hear a person that sounds like they're from the south and they're complaining uh, to me about something being from the south i'm gonna be like oh this is like my brethren like, like oh no your you know, blender like, oh, didn't come with the retractable yeah. stir but, rod but people who are from a different country like they have no connection to you here they're getting paid whatever they're getting paid and they're just, okay, they're so just I'm going from off southern the script Calif you're i'm from southern california so i'm like we were talking earlier about the elitists who who condescend to think down on the people's southern accent we have the opposite reaction here we're just like what do you know about my problems, you southerner? You know, like, that <laughs> just I mean, creates yeah, anger. There's, there's some if, of that. If, if it's a if it's foreigner, is like, oh, welcome to our country. You must. <laughs> no, no, but it's not. <laughs> it, it's hiring going the other way. Yeah, it's hiring what, someone from another country to deal with customer service because uh, they don't care. But that's a blue collar thing. That, that you care about that. We don't. You know, elitists don't give a shit. That wasn't our job. We don't. Nobody here wants to work in a well, call center. Well, when you're trying to get your refund, we'll see how much <laughs> yeah, you we'll care. We'll see how in. much that guy wants to help out. I mean, a big problem. This is a problem though with California. I think I, you're I misunderstanding explain. my question. Yeah, probably. Is like, are they hiring people from other countries because it's easier to not care if you don't have an attachment to it, right? Like, oh, it's easier you're saying for not because it's cheaper. I yeah, think it's because it's, it's cheaper. But. Sure, but also like they're they're, work, they're they're working a job that they're lucky to have mm -hmm. and they're not going to break protocol to try and help you out plus right. they just don't care because you're a, a, a thousand miles like thousand right, miles yeah. in another yeah, like, country what's the worst thing you do is just like like i, from, like, I know you're a shout, physicist yeah okay. but for, like think about it from a psychological point from an emotional standpoint does that like to me that hurts the connection between customer service and veto thoughts I don't know. I mean, like, I've definitely, like, had people pick up the phone in the call center and be, like, you know, this nice southern lady. And all of a sudden, I go from being, like, really pissed about something that's wrong with my thing. And I'm like, oh, uh, Cheryl Ann, I don't know. It's, it's probably right. okay. Tell him Jizz King. <laughs> Tell him Jizz yeah. King. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I think you She's probably like, want to oh, help bless me your out. Heart. But have, yeah, you, but have you seen the call centers where, it's funny you bring up the southern one. Have you seen the call centers where they bring in southerners? to train foreigners to have a southern accent oh really yeah it's like to india 
to other places. That's, I'm serious because for that reason, because it makes people, people feel, feel at home. Yeah, or they feel like threatened that. when it's a you know the wrong kind of accent. Well, also, I, like yeah. in India, for example, a lot of call centers there. Um, uh, you know, an English accent is the default because most people there speak with an English accent because of England. You know, yeah. Being I think there's also an assumption that you're going to be misunderstood. Like, I remember my ex would always freak out because, like, Mm -hmm. you know, they wouldn't always understand exactly what she was saying. She would have to, like, repeat stuff all the time. Uh And you kind of are, like, we're in when you're talking to a foreigner. You're like, are my, are you understanding the problem? Where was your ex from? Uh, She was from California, so. But she would just she would just lose her mind. Yeah, be like classic. Why aren't you? Uh, I gotta be honest. I, I wish language. the DMV was outsourced. I wish she showed up and there's a hologram of <laughs> hello, <laughs> a guy from. The I was Philippines. gonna do an Indian accent, but I realized you're not supposed to do that anymore. Right. Yeah. Oh, look at you! You're mal- they're making a whole bless- documentary about how yeah, bless your millennial heart. Oh man, I wish uh, I could. Hari Kondabolu. They're making a whole uh, documentary about how a poo from The Simpsons mm-hmm. is like a racist thing. Oh yeah, I'm like, yeah. Oh, we talked about that on. when Jimmy was on. A lot. Are you familiar with comedian? Hari Kondabolu? He's an Indian comedian, right? He's yes. the one making it. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go. But yeah, he's the one behind the documentary. Which, when you think about it, you're like, isn't Apu like one of the smartest characters on The Simpsons? He's yes. like constantly the foil for everyone's idiocy. Yeah, but, I guess. If all it, right, I get it. It's is if it wouldn't have been voiced by Hank Azara, it would have been all right. Yeah. No, so Jimmy O Yang has been on the show. He gets a lot. He like he like he gets work. He's been on The Simpsons because yeah. of that. Because now it's like. He, he pointed out, Disney will not ever do an ethnicity that's not the ethnicity of the real person. Right. Yeah, like, minus up to space aliens. Right, so right. They, space alien, then they pick. I don't know. But, like, so, you know, they so know, that's very they helpful know. if you're, if you're, uh, he's from China. If you're a Chinese voice actor, that's very helpful. For, right. Because, and, With and he's G- good at it. Jimmy's, like, a super nice guy. Yeah. Know? And uh, very unassuming, like, a kind of a, a, a smaller Asian dude. But I was on a sh- sh- I was I was hanging out at the underground in Seattle when I lived there, and he was headlining, and they had somebody doing a guest spot, and <laughs> Jimmy like walks through the back of the room, and he just goes, "Why is this guy on my show? He sucks." <laughs> <laughs> And he just, I was just like, I, I, I got. That's exactly I, how he talks. I got That's so funny. much like adoration. Like I was just like, oh man, I love this guy. Like, because he was just like, and he was the dude was he was doing like a character, and it, but I just wouldn't have assumed like to see like Jimmy Yang doing that, and then he he just like calls it out in the back of the room, like not quietly. It was awesome. Oh, that's, that's, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh god, I miss Jimmy. I wish he weren't so successful. Oh, I thought he died. No, he just he's <laughs> like just the way business. that you said that. Oh, I miss, I miss yeah, you Jimmy. Did, you did sound very forlorn. <laughs> well, he's just he's so successful. But it is true. Like I remember stuff. they had a, they had an episode of Rick and Morty where they had Susan Sarandon, but she's voicing like an Asian psychologist psychiatrist. Oh, yeah, and they're yeah. like, "This is racist." They're like, "Why they call they, it out?" They're like, "Why couldn't they get an Asian voice actor?" I'm like, "Because they got Susan Sarandon." Yeah, I mean. It, I mean, they could have made it a white psychiatrist, I guess, but it whatever. It wouldn't have been as funny. Yeah. That is an amazing show. <laughs> but it's so good. But it did bother me, actually. Did because it? it was Susan Sarandon. Yeah, you were I mean, it was like it was, just, it was looking... like a pile of hypocrisy that I couldn't uh, handle. I couldn't wade through it. Yeah. yeah, Rick and Morty's real good. It's so good that you got people who want to be want to hate it just because of how good it is. Yeah, I just I, it bothers me how close it is to my my real life. Oh though. yeah, you're yeah. always like inventing stuff because he yeah. he burps a lot. 
Ah, <laughs> drinking bourbon. Yeah, it's awkward watching with my kids because it's not quite like no. kid material, but it's it's also really funny. There but it's also just like they, I can see them kind of looking at me sometimes, going like, "Uh, oh, this is a little." too realistic yeah, like it's like they're, it they're kind of real. exposing your dad's flaws like, yeah because yeah, you super, drink and do weird dumb science and shit. you're really smart and you hate your family so like they <laughs> oh, Lord. they start seeing it. oh no oh, <laughs> apparently with that genius iq comes no emotional attachment <laughs> it's one of the things that you had to give up when god was making you yeah <laughs> that's science for it in the big bang right. yeah yeah because yeah that's how God did that. Well, I killed it. My no, bad. no. <laughs> he loves his kids. I was joking. It's, yeah, it's right. that's true. It's fun to joke about a dysfunctional <laughs> family. Now this is you get you get into weird shit when you're a scientist. When you're a scientist, you start thinking about your kids and your family in weird light. Like to me, yeah, it's this, gotta be all. Like I just I internalize just the mathematics of it. Like I see my kids as a like an eighty-seven point five percent backup of myself because right. there's three of them. <laughs> Yeah. Like so, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm 87. You're pretty, you're pretty much stored in the cloud at this point. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but then, then when I meet somebody who's like that only has one kid, I'm like, you know, you're only half backed up, right? Yeah. Like, and they're just like, what are you talking about? I just, you know, I, you know, I have my career. I'm like, no, no, no you don't get it, man. You're like, you gotta, you gotta send that. You're not protein a secure on. copy, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I don't have any kids. Me neither. Like, I got three cats. I'm all alone. But you, <laughs> thirty-year-old cat lady, everybody love, love those cats. Look, well, can I ask? Are you on Twitch as well? Yeah, I am you're a on gamer, Twitch. right? Yeah, I actually have a lot of history in games and stuff. I actually, uh, my my main job is I am part owner of a board game, card game publisher type company thing. Did you invent Magic the Gathering? Yes, I did. I am Richard Garfield, <laughs> PhD. He's a mathematician. Uh, no, Ooh. I did not invent Magic the Gathering. But we have some cool stuff on the market. We have a game called Star Realms, which was South by Southwest's tabletop game of the year. Oh, that's awesome. Suck it. Uh, <laughs> Bike Dead of Winter, which so came did, in did second. Did you go down to Austin for no, that? No, I didn't get to go to that. But I go to like all these dumb board game conventions. I've been to like Germany, where all these German guys just freak out at the idea of another game about trains and how trains work if i, I love trains i love trains yeah by a bizarre coincidence uh the this colleague of mine in the group that i was at at caltech um he was he's the regional champion for magic gathering for oh, la the two guys who started uh the two guys who are in charge of this company that i uh whatever work for are former i mean still are hall of fame magic the gathering players so they get paid a stipend for every tournament they show up to, just wow. to, just to show up and wave and be sign uh-huh. autographs or whatever else. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can theoretically make a living playing Magic the Gathering. Yeah, I mean but... he got a he got a trip to Sydney to yeah. be in the playoffs. Oh, my buddy, right now I know this kid. He's been playing. I knew him back when he was like twelve year olds playing Magic in the the card store I used to run. He's going to Japan. He's going to you uh-huh. know Greece, whatever. Going to all, he gets free airfare. <laughs> so funny, just to play Magic cards <laughs> in like a different room. That's um... I'm like, do you get to go around the city? He's like, like, I don't know for like a day, and then we just go to like a banquet or whatever, a hotel ballroom. I've, yeah, so I've played Magic the Gathering, and I just I can't, can't figure it out. Like, I, no, I hate numbers. Uh, I played a lot actually. of Magic for a while. I love time. math, but I hate numbers. But to me, like just like how people get so like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> you're like he threw down a card, man. Yeah. This is, it's not World Series of Poker. Well, this is yeah. a weird story. Okay, so. You get some river type is, situations though, where somebody picks up the wind on the river. My friend has he has a PhD in nuclear physics, just like me. Uh, you know, he's about the same age, and uh, he like people know who he is because he was in this tournament, 
and he was going against the 13 year old and it's the same thing where people come up to him like like uh, my wife said somebody at work brought up the conversation like oh my god this guy he could he just kicked this 13 year old's ass it was amazing <laughs> and she's like Oh my God! Are you talking about Simon? Like, what? Like, yeah, my husband yeah, works he comes with him. Over like, for what? dinner sometimes. <laughs> yeah, the the whole Magic Gathering subculture is very weird and interesting. But yeah, it was designed by a mathematician, so it's like it's ah, a, it's a really solid game. Honestly, right. like anytime you design like a card game, I mean, there's so many games that are just like copies of that game that are slightly changed around because mm-hmm. you kind of figured out. And it was the first trading card game where you buy packs of like baseball cards but there's a game you can play with them mm-hmm. uh so it's made them millions upon millions of dollars i i noticed that one of your youtube videos is uh mario odyssey yeah i just uh, i just streamed that is yesterday that nintendo switch is yes that right? yes so but i would assume like you play that on twitch yeah yeah. And are there like are there rules with like okay you you do this live stream on Twitch you cannot also do the video on YouTube or like so, you can double yeah. dip so I right now yeah I do dual stream but technically I don't know if I'm allowed to yet because I'm technically a Twitch associate <laughs> I'm not a partner yet but like that's like the next step up is the partners but once you're partnered you're not supposed to double dip they're like I like how uh, you ask all these bills. He has all these legally nefarious questions on the podcast. Like, <laughs> so, I can so get in trouble. hey, wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> no, dude. well, because I didn't watch him, so I don't know if he, he record because it's t- like two hours. It's like right. an investigation of him playing. I, so I don't know if he did a two-hour mm. Twitch stream and then did another two hours playing the game again on YouTube. Most right? of the time, like, I'll only stream on Twitch, but sometimes I will also. So all my audience is on YouTube, so I'm trying to get them to convert to Twitch. Because Twitch is theoretically a better monetized platform. Yeah, like I can make way all more tips money and stuff too. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, yeah. It's all Which, like it's, like, gotta be it's tips like the nowadays. it's like, like the, the nerdy guy version of being a cam girl. Yeah, you know? instead it is. of instead of showing your boobs, which by the way on Twitch even guys aren't allowed to no, do. No, you cannot be shirtless on Twitch. No oh, nipples. They have some Puritan type rules going on on that platform. Well, but, they're probably because they're worried about kids and. My original uh, my original concept for Twitch, and I had this character named Bathtub Gamer, and I was gonna play <laughs> all the games in the bathtub. Uh, well, you, and where's and then I found out you can't be shirtless. No, wear one of those old timey. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Suits, like. We're I going down to the Ferris wheel. <laughs> have you, have you heard on. of the uh, Sour Kool-Aid show? <laughs> no, no. That was a Twitch thing, uh, and he, he would do. He would invite comedians over, and it was so awkward because you would do thirty minutes for him. Yeah, live streaming to all the people, right? And then, like, while you're doing, they would like tip and stuff. So he would pay you two hundred dollars, and then you would get all whatever of the, the tips, tips were like split while, while you were there. Oh man. During that, all of that goes to you, and then later you play video games with him, and he would split that with you as well. So I did like one night, I made like four hundred bucks just going oh, yeah. to his place and and doing that. But the, I, the, I look, almost all of Owen's money, you know, from his podcast now is all, is almost all, uh, you know, Patreon. The future of so. content creation is Patreon. Yeah, I think the future. I mean, it makes is- sense once you get once we got it cheap enough that you can. Micro yeah, you yeah, micro pay yeah. people, then people want to do it, and it's also you know? going to be the future of just like political dialogue in general because all these right wing people on YouTube are making these political videos. Most of them get demonetized because they're too controversial for mm-hmm. ads. People don't want to hear it. So these guys have huge Patreons where they're you know they're making a living. There's that guy Jordan Peterson. He's a 
professor up in Canada. Yep. Uh, he was fighting against Canada, trying to make it illegal to use the wrong pronouns for people as part of their hate speech bill that they just implemented. Yep. And, you know, he, he was, like, in danger of being fired from his university. They pulled funding. He said this was the only year he didn't get funding for his projects. And then, like, the internet just stepped up, and he's now pulling in, I want to say, like, $40,000 a month. You know, he's like, I'm making 10 times what I was making as a professor. You know, the hilarious part is, like, by pushing people out of the mainstream, they get by popular. doing that, they, yeah. they, act, but they get popular, but also it actually pushes them to, you know, now the audience is looking for more of that. So yeah. it's a, in terms of, like, you know, overall hate speech or overall extreme views, it actually makes it more intense, even though the original intent is like, no, we got to make this safe bubble. I think, I think and the, all that does yeah. is make people leave the bubble. The, the classic, uh, you know example of like i mean not the classic example just the idea of uh amplifying people by trying to silence them okay here's why antifa is insane like remember when that guy milo who granted is a complete douchebag idiot milo yayanop milo yippatipolis he he was made popular by by the outrage that's all i that's how i found out his biggest uh, you know claim to fame was he went to berkeley they rioted antifa was setting stuff on fire they caused something like three hundred thousand dollars in damages to the campus Mm -hmm. Okay, and they're like, we shut him down, we won. Yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker, for the next week, he was getting news coverage. Yeah, he went that's on the literally B- when I found out yeah, about yeah. him. He was getting interviews. He and went on the Bill cra- Maher show. And I'm it was like, crazy. I looked at, you know, when I started looking into him, I'm like, well, who is this guy? He's me. And he was, he's nobody. He's he nobody. He's yeah, fucking he was an idiot. contentless. It was just like, this is just <laughs> hey, like a self-absorbed if- douche's yeah. webpage. Like, what the hell? <laughs> He's real bad. He also just basically got exposed as, like, the closest thing to a Nazi as possible. Oh, but that's not what they were mad at in the first place? No, I mean, kind of, but it, it, now it's way worse. His now it's pro-pedophile stance probably was a little it, controversial, well, yeah, too. where he was <laughs> like, probably... I enjoyed getting pedophiled as a kid. Right, yeah, I think that one caused some... Uh, can we just isolate him problem. saying that and turn it into a ringtone? Oh, dude, that's, I'm sure that's There are done. so many poll quotes. Yeah. Whenever I stream video games, I'm like, all somebody has to do is take any of my video game streams. <laughs> And uh, I'm screwed. I know you posted that one comic to make fun of him, but his thing about saying the irony of uh, Richard Spencer talking about memes but then turned into a meme, yeah, I yeah. thought that concept was oh, yeah, funny. No, that was reasonable. I love the meta. <laughs> I was like, what's was, a meme? If <laughs> that was that the should ex- be circular. <laughs> what's a meme? And then like, Him getting punched a, is a meme. Yeah, almost like a Rick and Morty thing where it goes into some sort of fractal yeah. self-realization. No, he had a good point. I just don't know why his... Fu- you, you can't punch people for what they say. I'm a very s- strong believer in that. Yeah, I think, if anything... I, I don't like when liberals who are supposedly supposed to be... I don't know. I don't know what liberals are supposed to be, but they're what not supposed does, to be out there being like, we should punch people who say stuff we don't like. What does liberal mean? It doesn't well, mean anything anymore. Because I'm glad like, you ask, because I, I take a lot of exception here. I don't think liberal is the whole left. I think there's progressive and there's liberal. And I think about this, liberal is actually a location. It is a political location. It's like a view of how a government should treat you know people. Mm-hmm. You know, it should be, you're allowed to do things... And you're not you should being, have free speech. Yeah, you have un- free assailable. speech. Yeah, yeah. And progressive is not a location; it's a direction, and that's what I think makes it very different. A progressive, just by name, is like no matter what society I live in, it's not right. It's like a it's form of better. political dysphoria, mm-hmm. and I think that's what 
causes a lot of its issues. It's like you could have a utopia and you if you're progressive, you still would want to make another utopia. I'm not saying the US is a utopia by any means, but Power I'm just close. saying but I'm just saying that's a that's a that's why the two act so differently. So yeah. I get upset when people call progressives liberals and a lot of times progressives don't mind being called liberal, but they right. but they usually don't just say, oh, I'm liberal. They but say, like, I'm super liberal. Like, the term liberal, like, I, I'll talk about Seattle sometimes, and I, I have to figure out how, because I when I'm talking about gun control, I'll, I'll be like, Seattle actually has very liberal gun laws. And I don't mean that in, like, left-wing gun control. I right. mean, if it's legal federally, it's legal in the state of Washington, in the city of Seattle. But so liberal is like, hey, live your life, do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But that's not what like Antifa and the far left. It, right. It's like those hey, are very much. This rules. is how you should live your life, and this is what you should be allowed to say. Right. Well, they yeah they want to. I mean, a lot of them are even like saying they want to change like free speech law, and I'm like, oh, for the love of God. Yeah, that, we're gonna become like Europe has these free speech laws. Where like, do you know in France it's illegal to organize a bo- boycott against Israel? No, I didn't. Yeah, neither did I until recently. It's like if you publicly announce like you're boycotting Israel, that's considered anti-Semitic hate crime. Well, they they and go the like, other another uh, thing France says that always confused me. Like they ban they're all heads, over the place. They Our ban headscarves, head scarves, and it's like. I don't. I would never endorse headscarves as like a thing that I'd want my daughter to do or something like that. But it seems so weird to ban it. Like I don't get. I that just yeah. seems to be missing the point. It's always this weird. Um, it's this like idea of trying to defend your culture. Yeah. So like well, a lot really of what they were worried about. I love France, by the way. I don't want anyone. To, I, I yeah. speak French. Well, I go there all the time. I'm just saying they do take this weird view of it where well, they're they, like, they, very they get much, very national their culture. Sometimes. Yeah, they're yeah. super nationalist. I would say like France wants to be French. I would say and, the French uh, are probably the most uh, national liberals. Mm-hmm. If there is a place where nationalism and liberalism have just merged into one yeah, thing, it's France. Exactly. Because they are just completely. Okay with that. They say By the we've way, we found should... our way of life, and we yeah. want it to right. never change even one. So are they By like... the way, we should uh, copy their energy policy because it's awesome. Are oh, they yeah. like, hey, come come live here? No. Oh my god. They, but, they but, hit, but they hit everybody. The live? Yeah. They. I mean, they're not anti-refugee as much as the rest of Europe. Although, I mean, that's there too. But they don't like other people in Europe very much. Yeah, if you're they like hate a foreigner, Americans. They're like not so pretty... nice. Yeah. They're snobs. Like that's where they yeah. get their reputation as snobs. They're yeah. like, oh, you're from another country. You're beneath. We're the, yeah, if you just, we're the if pinnacle you, of art and invention and everything else. I mean, like, uh, I like to fly Air France because uh, if you go as an American, I would not recommend it. Because if, oh, really? if you speak it English, they'll just treat you like shit the whole time. <laughs> but if you order Can everything... Can I get another baguette? <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> so they say with the accent, yeah, hey, you shut up. <laughs> that was um, a great you French or- accent. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but if you order everything in French, it's just awesome. Oh, yeah. like, even if they can tell you have an accent. Is I, your French I good? My French is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But in a way, they must admire it's your all, attempt it's, to integrate. To a point, if it's if it's not past a certain, they get mad that you didn't try hard enough. But if you get to it and they just like see a hint of accent, they're like, yeah. oh, okay, you won. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, but it's also because then they bring the best food. They bring you champagne to like to coach yeah, to coach yeah, the yeah. back of when, coach when I live just like trees so nice you're looking at everybody else around <laughs> you and you're like idiots but that's a real thing in other kind like when I, I lived in Japan for three years and I I wanted to uh, 
Except they love Americans there. Uh, not nah, in Okinawa. They, well, they also Okinawa, in Japan, they want all the military gone. Yeah, but yeah. I wanted to have sex with as many Japanese women as possible, so I learned the language when I was there. And it was amazing how That's different... literally a Rosetta Stone ad. I think, right there. Should, that should be Rosetta a sponsorship. Stone. Have sex with as many Japanese women <laughs> that, as think, you can. That literally was one of their ads. I think it was but like, for Italy. Bar, yeah. Like ta- like a, an, an older Japanese dude, if I was just like, hey, how you doing? He would be like, Ugh. you know, but if I was like, oh, genki desu ka? And, and then he would be like, keep, oh, you speak Japanese. I can't imagine what their problem was. He was like, I, look, I was there to have sex with as many Japanese women as possible. <laughs> I'm just here to bang all your hot and Asian guy, ladies. I and the guy know. at the same bar was just sitting there mad about something. Uh, all right, I understand. I didn't tell them while I was while I was learning the language. Okay? Did you get asked for your papers a lot? Mm. My buddy lived in Japan but for a long time. But I was military. Time. You were military, yeah, so were you like around? Uniform. So they probably knew where Okinawa, you were Okinawa, Japan is 20 miles long right. and three miles wide. So probably it, every white guy they assume uh, is, is, is mil- there's, co- there's almost as many military as Japanese as Okinawa. And, and well, that's a difference too. Okinawa versus Japanese. So Okinawa nationalists, yeah. there's almost as many military there. Like we're, right. It's a heavily populated. By the way, I gotta throw this out there. You know a lot of the propaganda thrown out of Jap- Japan right before the US uh, almost invaded. A lot of it was like that's exactly what he said. He said, they're going to come here and take all your women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going like, to rape everybody. Yeah. You brought Those that white one. devils. Yeah, there's a famous place where way all the women kill to themselves. The, yeah. so way to live up to the hype, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was, consi- I was just, I was super was re- seductive back then. That was then. what they are really scared of, actually. Yeah. They, that was, they didn't have that in the pamphlet, but if they had turned it over, I was like, and it will be consensual. <laughs> but yeah, Japan, Japan is actually su- still super nationalist. Like, if you try oh, to yeah. become... Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, citizen, Most nationalist place. My buddy who lived there for but a long it's so time adorable on, now oh it's you know? so great they're so cute about i mean it. it's such a crumbling dystopian like it's we don't weird. know there's, how to be human beings so anymore nice, but i could just hear i would hear like the most racist things there but yeah. they say like with a smile on their face japan they still have bizarre. like bathhouses that are like no white people allowed there's actually <laughs> there's one white guy in japan who's like the like white crusader guy who's suing all these like racist businesses and the japanese just fucking hate this well, guy there so many- just, they just hated people from the philippines and not hate but just like oh we don't want them here there oh, were really? so many places Jim, that uh, i like bars that i would try and go into and uh, they would be like no gi Oh, like man. no no American military were allowed in. Like yeah, they they're pretty like like they have their rules and if you can't follow them they'll shut you down. Also Japan, uh the highest number of virgins over the age of 30. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They, their birth rate is nothing right now. Mm. That's that's the Genetic thing. Collapse. I think Japan is a very interesting like case study of like what happens when I don't know, you have this society where everything's functioning really well. Like you go to Japan and you're like there's no litter. Yeah. Everybody just knows. Don't be a douchebag. Like, put your there thing is pee, in the though. trash. There is pee. <laughs> There's some pee because public urination's allowed, and then you can tell. Hey man, you but gotta, then, like, you gotta go. Fine. But then excessive politeness kind of leads you to a society where everyone's like too scared to even like go talk to a girl, and everybody's yeah. just living alone. I don't and know everyone's what it is. Like, uh, everyone works. Everybody, a lot, yeah. The work culture unhappy. is weird. Japan's Chance also the only place I've been where all the homeless are wearing full-on tuxedos. <laughs> yeah. Or that maybe, I don't think they're homeless even. I think they're just like they guys just, who didn't make it home. Oh, and yeah. Just yeah. Fell yeah. If you get drunk, you, you will just sleep on the street in Japan. That is a thing. I saw after the tra- if the trains close. So many like businessmen and like urinating in the alley mm-hmm. or like yeah, yeah, yeah. like it. Which, by the way, I'm okay with because if you have oh to, God, yeah. if you have to vomit 
You have to vomit. No one's going to give you a ticket for that. Like, you try to do it in a bathroom, but no one's going to fine you for that. And sometimes you really have... Uber will find you. Yeah, that's true. But you shouldn't, like... (laughs) It's a $200 fine. I've heard. I've heard. You also shouldn't piss in the back of an Uber either. (laughs) But if you're, like, out on the sidewalk and you make an attempt to go into an alley to, like, hide yourself, like, come on. Like, I don't know gotta... why we criminalize bodily functions, yeah. which are nece- necessary. Well, Look, we're right. finding a new boundary since it's just don't a bunch be, of white I mean, dudes. There are, we there do are this. some. Don't be or- orgasming. Gotta... <laughs> you gotta get the poison out. Since <laughs> we're blowing that. the hell out of this episode, I am so upset about man spreading. Yeah, this man, has gone too cut far. It down. My wife and I have an argument about it. She's like, "Well, it is rude," and I'm like, "Do you know what it's <laughs> I... like to carry <laughs> balls this big between your legs? <laughs> it is yeah. not." Especially if you're a big guy. Like, if I try to keep my legs my together, are... I'm literally no, putting my balls says, in a vice. She's convinced. It's, uh, it's... Yeah, well, get over thing. it, yeah. no, ladies. I'm, I'm with you, dude. Like, as a as a overweight dude, like, your your thighs, like, are, are a lot closer together. So when I'm on a subway or a bus or what, like, I get in pain. Like, yeah. sitting there with my... Le- and I get it. Like, I'm trying to... Be a pro, but also my knee touching your knee isn't that big well, of yeah, a deal. Yeah, there'll be like a hundred and ten pound girl who's taking up like maybe like half the seat. Like mm-hmm. it's like a stick. And yeah, like, raise. I guess this- my leg's gonna stray a little bit this way. <laughs> raise the armrest and let's let's yeah. get comfortable here. Forget you it. know, share share some of that seat, skinny girl. All right, Vito, thank you very much for being on the show. This has been awesome. This sucks. It's going to end with me screaming at skinny girls. <laughs> Great. Yeah, exactly. Not a good time. Uh, again, I guess, I don't know, plug YouTube.com yeah. slash Vito. Nice. V-I-T-O. Yeah, I got nice. a custom URL. See, some people don't recognize how cool that is. That's cool. Also, yeah. and, and people, be sure to, like, when you go there and you watch the videos and you love them because they are great, check out his Patreon and, and support it because yeah. YouTube is starting to That's the only way I can pay to make Yeah, I, I mean, I'm always telling people, I'm like, look, if you like those videos, like, give me a dollar because yes. at some point, like... Like, I'm working all the time just to pay the rent. I'm like, if I didn't have to pay the rent, you guys would get more videos. Like, mm-hmm. that's how it works. And we got a Patreon, too? Love nice. That. Don't, don't, but do mine first. Do yours. Their <laughs> Patreon. Yeah. Mine, mine is priority, I'm going to say. Ours is SYJ. Uh, yours is do yours one more time. Patreon. Hey. Well, it's YouTube.com slash Vito and then Patreon.com slash Jizwaldi, which is oh, my okay. last name. Jizz King! Jizz Daddy! Oh, Jizz Daddy, that's yeah. right. Jizz Daddy! <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks. Awesome. Nice. You have anything to plug? Uh, Mitch Burrow. Look it up. All right. I'm out there. 